Hi, and welcome to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. Hope everyone's having a great New Year as we move forward. Podcasting today from Bellevue, Washington. We had a little bit of snow this morning. We'll see what the snow brings us in the next few days and next week. Hey, so going forward into the new year, if you're thinking about buying an investment property, I chatted before in a previous podcast about 1031 tax deferred exchanges. And that's if you already have an investment property, you want to sell it and buy another investment property like for like. Today, I thought I would talk a little bit more about buying a foreclosure home, a home at auction, an abandoned home. And I thought I'd share some thoughts on this because on a, on a regular basis, I do have people, when I meet them to look to buy a home, one of the first things they ask me is, how can we buy a home that's going through foreclosure or that's been foreclosed upon? How can we best find those homes and buy those homes? So let me walk you through some different scenarios. Some we see a little bit, some we haven't seen in quite some time because of the overall economy here in the greater Seattle area. And when I say greater Seattle area, I'm talking about King, Snohomish, Pierce counties, which is pretty much what we might refer to as Puget Sound. I don't know much about the Bremerton market or the market up in the San Juan Islands. I only kind of know what our market is here in the Seattle East Side area. So one of the terms that we used to talk about a lot a couple years ago was the term short sale. What is a short sale? So basically, for those that may not know, it's where a seller wants to sell their property and they want to sell it for less than what they owe on it. So if they owe 400000 they want to put it on the market for 350000 then they would be short what the debt is, therefore a short sale. Now you might see their home go on the market at 350000 and say, oh my gosh, that's a great deal. But a short sale is always subject to the lien holder's approval. So no matter what price is being offered, it has to be approved by the lender at the end of the day or lenders. There could be a first lien holder a second mortgage, maybe a third mortgage. There might even be a debt to the Internal Revenue Service. So when you make an offer on a short sale and the seller accepts it, then it starts the process of the offer being sent to the first lien holder and the second lien holder and the third lien holder and possibly the IRS again. Each and every one of those people have to, or companies have to, go through the process of seeing what the home is really worth. What can the current homeowner do to make that loan whole? So each one of those people, the first, second, third, they're gonna send people out to get their opinion of value, and then they're gonna appraise the home. And then whatever they come up with, the first lien holder says, okay, we want, we want this much money before we'll agree to it. And the second lien holder and three, third lien holder will say the same. And that's why in the past, those short sales would take a year, two, three years because they're negotiating between current homeowner and the people that the debts were owed to. And then through that process, then the transaction would come together. We don't see too many of those in the Puget Sound area any, anymore. You might see them on occasion, but very rarely. You might see some bankruptcies 
where the bankruptcy court will actually have to approve of the sale. So they may have in there on the listing or the documentation that says subject to bankruptcy approval, subject to court approval. So there could be a lot of different reasons. So you could take them an offer, the courts have to approve of it. And that too may take time before that process is approved by the court, which then again has to be approved by the people that have secured debts against the assets. You just know that going in. So how do you go about finding foreclosed properties? Well, you could go into what's called the Daily Journal of Commerce, which is a publication, and they publish on a weekly basis homes that are going through the foreclosure process. Now, unlike in the past few years now, which is what it was 10 years ago, was that if you didn't make your house payment for four consecutive months, you would get a notice of intent to foreclose from the lien holder. Then if you didn't make any payments up to nine months, 270 days, because in the state of Washington, most mortgages are secured by a deed of trust. So they have to go through this process of, uh, once you're in default of this deed of trust, there's you have 270 days in which to redeem all past payments, principal and interest, all attorney's fees and all late fees. And what, if you do that by the 270th day, your loan is now whole. It's no longer in default. But come the 271st day, the, the, the loan and the debts against that home are put up for auction at the King County Steps, the Homish County Steps, and they people go to those auctions and bid on those homes. Now, you don't get to know who's out at those auctions. Of course, there's going to be the first lien holder, the second lien holder, third lien holder. They don't have nameplates on their shirts to say, hey, I'm the first lien holder on this house. They're just a normal person like you and I. They're going to be bidding that house price up because they want to get their debt covered. You're going to be bidding on that house too in hopes that you're going to get a good transaction, a good buy. Well, here's some of the disconnects in all that. One, if you are successful in buying the home, and many people before have, and many people going forward will, but you have to have check or be able to write a cashier's check for the full purchase price. You can't win the auction and make it subject to financing or subject to a building inspection or subject to a well inspection or having the septic tank pump. You have to do all due diligence that you can, possibly can, before you go down there and bid on that home. Meaning you also have to do some title research to see how many lien holders are on the property. There's certain provisions that if some of that debt is owed to the IRS, there's certain provisions that kind of protect the current homeowner. I don't know what all those are. I would suggest you seek attorney's advice on what those provisions are. So now let's fold back a little bit. Let's say you're the homeowner. You're in default. People come up to your front door and they want to talk to you about possibly looking at your home because they're going to make an offer on it. It's what's called the sheriff's sale. Are you going to allow those people to come through your home? I would say not. And so when you're out looking at foreclosures, homes going through foreclosure, you're not going to be able to walk up to somebody's front door and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying your home after you lose it to bank foreclosure. Can I do a building inspection? Can I walk through the house and take a look at the condition? Can I go through and walk the backyard and see how that all looks? You're going to be met with no and get off my property. Rightfully so. It's their home until it goes through foreclosure. Remember, they got all the way up to the 270th day of being late to redeem that mortgage or come to an agreement with the, the debt holders 
to where they can take that foreclosure right off the docket. So keep in mind, if you are following foreclosures or want to, you could follow a home or two and then they can disappear off the sheriff sale docket the morning of the sale because they've redeemed it or maybe they put the home up for sale and they sold it by owner or they listed it with a real estate company and that home got sold. So you're going to have to be following several properties in hopes to land one. In my opinion, you might be better off waiting for the home to be foreclosed upon. Let the bank take the home back and now the bank will be putting it on the market and the banks they don't want the home in their inventory they want to get the home sold and so they tend to price the homes very aggressively and when i say bank that could be fannie mae or freddie mac or jenny mae and those are federal institutions buy security-backed mortgages and so they're the ones that are actually the lien holder on these homes they'll put the home on the market and that includes any bank like Chase Bank, which is now J.P. Morgan, Bank of America. Any type of bank can also take ownership of that property. And they're going to put it on the market, try to sell as quickly as they can. And it's not going to be in the best condition. They're not going to go on there and replace carpets, repaint walls, put on roofs, and do inspections and fix it all up. They're selling it as is, where is. But yes, the nice thing is they will allow you to buy the home subject to you getting financing, subject to you doing a building inspection. You can ask them, does you get the well-certified bank and bank you get the septic tank pumped and inspected to make sure it's working properly. That to me would be the best way to go. And yes, you'll be competing with other people, but at least you're protected. Because I've heard stories over the years. This one story that uh, someone that I know bought a foreclosed home and the people were so angry about how they were treated by the bank uh, on trying to get payments current and not, and they finally lost the home to foreclosure. But before they moved out, they went around downstairs and upstairs and plugged up all the sink drains and all the tub drains. And then as they're walking out the home, they turned the water on. They didn't care what the condition of the home was. And so whoever bought that home after foreclosure or through the foreclosure process won the bid at the sheriff's sale. When you go to open up that house, now it's your problem. You may have to deal with water damage, mold, which is a, is a huge headache to begin with. Hard to overcome that. So there are some major pitfalls in all that. Can it be done? Of course it can be. Could you be successful at it? Of course. Others before have. But it takes a little bit more effort and due diligence. An opportunity isn't just going to fall on your lap and you better be in position to buy it. So you can also go to websites that, that automatically follow the foreclosure process for you. One of the sites I go to is auctions dot com and you can pick the areas you want and the price points you want in the greater seattle area i don't know really how many foreclosures we're seeing today like we did before but they are out there sadly people do come upon hard times with a death in their family a divorce believe it or not losing a job health issues have created a financial hardship on them so yes there are opportunities for you so my best advice today is Talk to a real estate agent. Feel free to talk to me. Game plan what you're trying to accomplish 
and then find the tools that could be made available to you to do the research on what's owed, what's not. Certainly you could do a drive by the home to get a rough idea what the condition of the home is on the exterior and you could make assumptions of what it might be like on the interior. But tread cautiously. I always advise my buyers let it go to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, VA, FHA, any bank repossessed home. When it goes on the market, you'll get an opportunity to make an offer and you may or may not compete with other people. The one thing that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac did a while ago, I'd have to double check to see if it's true or not still. I think it is. And that's if you are a home buyer looking to buy the home to move into it, you have the opportunity to make an offer on that home up to 15 days after it's first put on the market before any investors can come make offers on it. So the investors are not allowed to make offers on it until the 16th day going forward. So there's less competition with investors. You're just going to find more competition with people that want to buy the home, move into it. And so with that said, as I talked about before, is make sure that you get pre-approved for finance. Not that you just got pre-qualified, that the lender said, yes, you can afford this based upon what you told me, but you actually had your income verified, your credit verified, your down payment verified, so that you are ready to jump in, make an offer on the home, and then this, the banks that own the home could say, okay, we feel good about this buyer. We'll go ahead and sell the home to them, subject to their building inspection, subject to you know, having the sewer looked at, et cetera, et cetera, subject to HOA uh, homeowners issues or uh, rules and regulations and all those will work to your benefit but you have high risk chasing foreclosures in my opinion this is ray dove remax eastside brokers inc here in bellevue washington once again you're always welcome to call me or text me at 425-681-8630 or email me at raydoveremax at gmail.com hopefully this quick little podcast on distressed properties uh, was somewhat helpful. Maybe it answered some of your questions or at least piqued your interest as this could be an opportunity for you. So feel free to reach out. Have a great week and uh, I'll talk to you next week with a new topic.